Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. Hey everybody, welcome to The Roundtable. We're on episode number five, starting our new season this year. So excited to be with you, give you just a little bit of a uh, update or a little bit of a idea of why we do the roundtable. So the roundtable is done to help us further dis- the discussion from Sunday morning, to go deeper into scripture, but also to get the perspective of scripture through the eyes of people. And so it's always great. We always have our co-host, and she doesn't have a stage name anymore. So Thank it's goodness. Jenny Walker <laughs> hey, here, hey. here with us again, and our special yes. guest Jennifer Ellers with us here today. So excited about uh, this episode. We're going to be talking about this last. Last week as we ended up our Amplified series. But before we get into that, we got to always uh, go through our segment of like, what's going on? What are you doing? And then we'll get to know our guest, you know, learn a little bit about her. And then we'll go into our segment of looking at scripture, trying to understand the past, how it affects us. And then don't forget the fan segment at the end. So make sure you watch it all the way through. So yes. the fan segment uh, is a great part of that. So Jenny, first of all, you can start us off. Okay. What's going on in your life? Anything new? Anything Anything exciting well, happening? Yes, I just bought Grayson a unicorn oh my outfit for Halloween. <laughs> and yes, it may be. Have girly. you tried? Have you tried it on him? No, I just got. It. I ordered it from Chewy, so it was just chips. And you're sure he's gonna wear it? What do you mean he has no choice? I will make him wear it. No, I know, but what if the dog freaks out and stresses out? He's used to being dressed up. Oh my god! I dress him up all the time. You dress well, your dog? Yeah, I have him lately, but yeah. So did I tell you we're doing this Halloween party? Yes. Did we talk about that? So did we're you doing hear this that? whole. Yeah. I did not hear that. We're doing a uh, Harry Potter Halloween party at our house. That Lexi's doing it, and she assigns us all the like what we're supposed to be. And so Isaac is Lucius Malfoy. I don't no. know. That's his name. Is that his name? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and so then she, he got a Slytherin tie for uh, Zeus. So oh we put a gosh. tie on him, and Zeus is walking around the house with, yes. with the tie. Does so. he like it? Or know. is he messing with it? No, he just walked around with it. Zeus is pretty... Uh, they're chill dogs. Yeah, easy that way. Yeah. So it doesn't, doesn't bother him too <laughs> See, much. See, he's dressing up his dog. Okay, so right you'll bring us a picture on your dog oh. stressed out, eating chicken nuggets and dressed in a unicorn. You don't even out. have to ask. I will give it, no <laughs> well, matter what. Maybe you should give the fans an update. Do you still feed your dog chicken nuggets? We haven't been to McDonald's in a really long time, but no, I don't feed him chicken nuggets anymore. We've moved on to plain double cheeseburgers. <laughs> I don't think dogs are supposed to have things See? with grain in it. Oh. See? Tell no, her, Jennifer. It has to be grain-free. And you know what's food. weird? I was listening to YouTube today, and a commercial came on that was just talking about what you should not feed your dogs, and yes. grain was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Is that really a thing? It really is yes, a thing. Yes, Your dog food has to be grain-free? Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. all of the dog foods have grain in them and, like, really bad stuff, apparently. It was, like, the 35-long-minute yeah, like, well, don't you know, dog food is just made from all the leftover. Yes. Like when they say lamb, it ain't like real lamb. I know. I've learned <laughs> I that I mean, today. it's like the leftover pieces grounded together and, you know, pasted in a little nugget form. They say that the when it says that, it's we like. We buy the, like $60 oh, dog food. Do so, you? Mm-hmm. From where? And is from, it grain um, free? Orschlins. Mm-hmm. It's called Taste of the Wild. It's, yeah. Taste of the Wild. But so it's got like. Is there, do you do the thing where you can order your. Dog stuff online? Dog food? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. You do? I do, yeah. No. Chewy? No. But we get a bark box every month, so sugar gets bark box. toys in the mail. Isaac did that, too, and I'm like, you need to stop that, because it's like having a child again. 
There are mm-hmm. toys everywhere. Zeus has oh, a yeah. little toy box. Oh, yeah. This is how terrible our house yes. is now. Oh, I know. So we have Zeus with a little toy box. He gets mm-hmm. all of his toys out. out and mm-hmm. I'm like, Isaac, I'm going to kill you. That dog <laughs> needs to put his toys away. Yes. You, you know? teach him how to do that. I don't Annoying. think they'll do it. I about tripped over a ball yesterday. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So grain-free. So yeah, it's grain-free. Because I buy I, the stuff that we buy, too, $67. They're expensive. Green a pro plan something, but I bet it has grain in it. Guarantee. Maybe not. Okay, but that's a thing to not do? Right. There's okay. like three preservatives yes. that you want to stay away from. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so. double cheeseburgers are <laughs> yes. one of them. <laughs> that's that, that wasn't on the list, actually. I didn't hear the vet say that, so we're good. Um, okay, so Jennifer, so yes. tell us a little bit about you. Uh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. We'll get into maybe. So tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Position at Life Church, kind of where you are, and I'll kind of help fill in the blanks that you don't like to talk about yourself. <laughs> no, I really don't like <laughs> to yeah. talk about myself. So okay. um, Jennifer Eller, um, born and raised in Huntington. So um, lived here all but three years of my life when Eric and I got married. Moved to Purdue to finish up school did up you, there. Did you stay on campus at Purdue? We did. We lived in married student housing. Mm-hmm. So are you a Purdue fan too? Uh, just because it brings the most money into our household. <laughs> so go Purdue. Yes. Yes. <laughs> really don't perfect. care. I do love the campus. I do love going to games. We don't do that very often okay. anymore. Life's going to get a little bit busy, but um, yeah, I do. Okay. So like three Purdue. years away at Purdue. Three years away. Um, told him I was ready to come home. So we moved back to town. Um, so been at Life Church for almost 11 years. Uh, started uh, volunteering on staff right away, um, about six months into it. Um, worked and you got to tell the funniest part of the story. You know, when Jennifer came on staff, or when Jennifer first came to Life Church, it was reluctantly. It was. Oh, I don't so, think I knew that, unless you shared that. Sometime. I did share it in Discover a yeah, okay, time, but It's I always just then. a funny part of her story, because I always tell mm-hmm. people this, because Jennifer and I have a great relationship, and I've been great friends for a long time but when she first came here i met her i think it was like on a christmas eve or around christmas time yes so we first came here december 26 so we had been at our church in fort wayne for almost five years and eric had come to me and said hey we live in huntington why are we going to church in fort wayne and so I did not want to leave. There was no mm. reason for us to leave our church. We were both growing. Um, we were in leadership roles. God had actually told me I was going to work for a church. And so I thought I was going to work for the river. And when he <laughs> said that, I was like, nope, going to, nope, what do we do? I'm still going to go here. You got to find a church. I am not leaving. So that was a six-month journey wow. of God working within me to say you are actually going to leave. So that October of that year, I finally said, fine, you know, I will I will follow if that's what you said that we're supposed to do for our family. So we were starting, Life Church kept coming up into my field of vision. I had met Sherry at a um, fall party mm. for Isaac and Trevor. Um, Eric was... Um, coaching pal football. We met Jen and Shane Gerber, um, was going to Coffee Divine at the time, and Janelle Smelser and Bobby Bailey worked there. And so I was just all these people I was getting to know who came to Life Church. But I, I thought, God, if you're moving us, we want to go where you want us to go, you know, because it's like, I, you know, when we found a church initially, it wasn't because God really called us there. We just went because my best friend was going there. Right. And, th- and this time it was different. It's like, you have a reason for us to be moving. And so what is yeah. that reason that we're leaving? 
So and it sounds like everybody that you were meeting and just oh, getting yeah. connected to it was already like God providing a he way. Was, yeah. He was pushing us this way. And I went on, the, I remember going on the website one night and I was so mad. I was on Life Church's <laughs> website. And I, she's like angrily. Why? Going because on the it website. wasn't good or because? <laughs> <laughs> right? Because it was outdated. Let's find or, out. Wait. See, Nick wasn't on staff exactly. then. Exactly, I was about that to was say. My no, He's shaking his head. No, it was before Nick, we but I would have him. guessed because uh, Jennifer knows how much I hate websites mm-hmm. because they like seem outdated. No, not you. I would not have critiqued <laughs> it at that time, but um, I was just mad because I'm here. I am looking at Mike's picture on there, and I'm like, "Why am I on here? Why am I on here?" You know, she was and, mad at your face. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it was. So we Gosh. decided. Um, so we had a Christmas Eve Eve service at the river. So we left there. The last time was December 23rd, and we walked in here December 26th. Wow. Um, and, and remember, so, and remember this because have you ever, Jenny? Do you ever go around and say hi to people at church? Yes, but yeah. are you talking about the handshake thing? <laughs> no, I'm uh, just saying. I'm so glad so we don't Jennifer do that. So Jennifer and Eric, they were sitting back there, and I went up, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, it's good to see you guys." And Jennifer, <laughs> because if you was. know her, she's like really bubbly and nice. She was like, "Hey, really?" <laughs> I probably was. I, I, I mean, was. it was very much like. I'm here. But I hate my life. And I only say that because if you look at what God's done in Jennifer's life Mm -hmm. now and how, you know, the things have happened over the years, Mm -hmm. it was just funny how it started because, you know, and maybe I'll tell a little bit of your story that you're going to already tell. Mm -hmm. But then after we met, we got together and she asked to meet with Sherry and I. Mm -hmm. And so we got there and so we sit down and immediately, (laughs) I don't have my phone here with me, immediately she's like, okay. I don't know if it was immediately. <laughs> no, not so, in a bad way. So, Jennifer is just a list taker. So gonna, let's back up. Yeah, she wants here. to defend herself. Let so her. we were going to check out a few churches, and but Life Church was one of them. And we said, we're going to come two weeks. We're going to give a church two weeks, not just one. We're going to come two and see what we think. So we came two weeks, and then they were getting ready to do their business meeting. And I said, we need to go to that one. This is where we feel like God was calling us. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And I told Eric, I said, take me back to the river. I got to go back to normal. So we went back there a Sunday. And then we visited two other churches in Huntington. We only went one week to each one of those because we just felt like one was a church I grew up in. And Eric's Mm -hmm. like, I think some of these people walked with Jesus. So... Oh that my is gosh. a true quote. That does make um, a difference. It, it was. I mean, it was. It was good. A lot of people remember me from my. I know. Kid I've never heard that just, before. No, I need to write that it down. It just was not. We just knew it wasn't the place. The other one, we felt like they had it too much together. That, anyways. They had it so, too much together. You didn't it. have that feeling at Life Church. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So every place we went, I wrote notes because I had done guest services up at the river, and so I was looking for certain things, or I had questions about certain things, why they did it. Because it's like, like I said, if God was calling us, right. there was a reason why He was calling us away. And so we did. We went to to dinner, and then I mean, we got to know each other, and we're talking. And then it was like, okay, so out comes my iPod at the time, and I oh, it was go, an iPod, it was an iPod. Oh wow, yeah. that's that, that dates dates both of us. Okay, yeah. I still had a flip phone until I started working here, and then we get text messages group, and I couldn't get them on my flip phone, so wow. then I had to go to a smartphone. Oh my because, goodness! Oh, it was Dang. awful. I'm like, I'm in a group text, but I can't read Life anything. Life church pushed you into the iPhone. Wow. You have done so many things to push me in so many directions. It's not even. <laughs> you made me get Twitter. I don't want Twitter. You made me get Twitter for champs for something years ago. So, wow. anyways. She um, is holding on to that. I am. I am. I have a list. Mad about I the Twitter. Um, 
so yeah so we and we just yeah we decided that this is where we were going to be and so that was probably March April that we did that so God was already working on me to heal my heart and to show me that this is where we were supposed um, yeah. supposed to be so yeah and again I mean part of Jennifer's story that she'll never tell but I always mm-hmm. tell people this is like one of the one of the best things about Jennifer mm-hmm. is, is that even though she's very detailed, like if you know her, like she's very organized and very detailed, and usually you can't mix that personality with, okay, mm-hmm. God, but do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so from the time that I met Jennifer and the time that we've been working together, she's been very much like, this is the way mm-hmm. we're going to do it, and these are the things <laughs> we're going to do, and we got to make sure that mm-hmm. all the ducks are in a row. But at the same time, watching her grow in her relationship with Christ and watching her being open to the leading of the spirit has been a really cool thing because it was unnatural, but I, right. Like in the beginning, it was kind of unnatural, but now it's become like, Mm -hmm. right. I mean, when you agree that it's something that you wouldn't. Yes. And probably in the last five years, um, for sure is probably really when it started that I really started really trying to trust God and his leading and where he was taking me. And, you know, even in the last couple of years, I mean, I just continue to see that um, change within me and, um, yeah, how I, (laughs) I'm always going to cry. No, that's right. She brought her (laughs) own Kleenex box. She told us that she was going to be the first person to cry on our show, which is true. But that's why we love her. That's why we love Jennifer. Because she has so much empathy and a big heart. Yes. Yep. So. But again, I mean, and I've always told this to you. I mean, that's that's one of the cool things about your story. Like, if you go through and see what God has done and how he's used you. Because one of the things we do here at Life and this, everybody that's worked on staff here, if you haven't experienced it, you will, you know, at some point. And anybody that's come to Life Church for a while, we always are challenged people to get out of the box, mm-hmm. right? Don't be comfortable, you know. Don't listen to what everybody else says, but listen to the Lord and then try to bring it all together. And that honestly is a hard thing to work mm-hmm. under. Yeah, it is. Right? So anybody that's been here would say one of the most challenging things about working at Live Churches, it's kind of a blank slate. <laughs> you know, and we kind of say like, And Nick loves yep. those. <laughs> yeah, and like listen to the Lord mm-hmm. and we'll give some direction. But at the end of the day, one of the things that we've always said is we don't want to build empires. We want to build mm-hmm. kingdoms. And so kingdoms are built because God is moving us in places. Mm-hmm. Empires are built because it's our own ideas, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. you've really been, you know, good with that and open to see the spirit move. And I think you can attest to, like, God's done some pretty amazing things. Oh, my heavens. Right? It's just, yeah. You know, to see him yeah. work in lots mm-hmm. of different ways. And, and not only from a church mm-hmm. perspective, because you've been here. How long have you been here? So we'll be here 11 years in December. Wow. So I've worked here for 10 and a half. So I'm the longest person on staff right wow. now. <laughs> and I've always told people, like, if you know Jennifer, and they say, well, what does she do? I'm like, well, here's my best way to describe Jennifer. She's a linchpin. Do you know what a linchpin is? No. <laughs> There's what, a book. A, a I there is a book. I'm not, yeah, I told her, I'm like, here, this is a book. So a linchpin Lynch is something pen. that hooks something mm-hmm. together. Okay. So it's like a pin uh-huh. that holds, like, trailers and stuff together and so there's this book called linchpin Uh and it talks about how you're in your business everybody has a linchpin you know that holds all the things Mm -hmm. together and so jennifer has been a linchpin and not only a linchpin in our business a friend to our family Mm -hmm. you know so you know she's been there for our family and been very supportive and even through the loss of sherry you know so you know not only are we business people who work together inside of the church, but it's been family, friends, and throughout all of that time. So it's been a great journey, right? It's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) 
So let's yeah. talk about, so let's move on to, unless you got like, hey, this is something interesting mm-hmm. I'm doing right now. We always like to give our fans, are you reading anything that you really like? Besides I, the linchpin. She didn't yeah. read it. She started. Oh, it? <laughs> I actually took it when we went away for a few days in September. I'm like, I'm going to go back to this oh book. Gosh, and never looked ago. at it. It's okay. Um, but I am reading a book by Lisa Tur- Turkhurst. It's called What Happens When Women Walk in Faith. So Kim Is that he- a new one? I don't know. Kim Line Patmore gave it to me and this, her small group. And I started really reading it. And it was just like, so, yeah. And so... That's just really been something that's resonated with me huh. even like recently. It's like, yeah, how do I continue to to walk in faith? I right. mean, God's the only one that's got it all, you right. know, and right. the world's crazy. And so <laughs> yes, how Amen. can yes, I just yeah, Amen. get through today? Yeah, so. so that's what we should have used the sound machine on. Like, okay. Well, oh, my gosh. On. Have you even Come tested on. it out? Huh? Yes. Yes. It's you just have? I thought I have to put my glasses on so the world's crazy. Um. Yes, we all agree. <laughs> we all agree. Woo. And this is what we all want to do with a crazy world. Just, does this thing stop? Are there numbers? No, I don't listen. Know. This is what we want to do in a crazy world. What is that? <laughs> what is that? It's a gun. It's a shotgun. Yeah, like that's when you that's those feelings we have inside of a crazy just world. Just up in the I didn't air. Say that. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no yeah. I'm not putting those words in your mouth. No, that's just for up me. Up in the air. Huh? Not up in the air. We can shoot up in the air. Yeah. Well, I can, but you can't. Take out your frustrations. <laughs> that wasn't me. I didn't have Go it. shoot your deer. Huh? Go yeah. shoot your deer. Yeah, no. you go out in the woods and you shoot a deer. Yeah. I could never. Never shoot a deer? I could never. Uh, don't say never. I couldn't. Huh? I okay. could not. Hey, Jennifer, anything you're watching or you're excited to watch? I do not watch a lot of TV. But you but, said you were. But, so, Eric binge watches different shows. So, <laughs> I ha- there's one on Amazon that he just primed, that he just started watching because a farmer recommended it. It's called Clarkson Farms, and it's a farmer over in England. And it is funny. Really? Yeah. So, he watched a couple last night. I was working on work, okay. but I was in the room. So, um, I was watching it partly. <laughs> Um, now, yeah. here might be a surprising fact that people would not know that Jennifer likes. Well, I think you like it. Yellowstone. I do. I do uh, watch TV that. Show. Yeah. Yes. I think if people look at Jennifer, like, she wouldn't like Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. But you guys like Yellowstone, right? I, yep. And that's coming out soon. It is. Because Eric said, I hey, still like, haven't seen it. Yes. You haven't seen any of Yellowstone? No. I good. Yeah. Is it on Prime? Because I saw it. Or is no, it on actually, Apple? No, it's actually, you can only get it on Peacock. What? I saw it what on What about something. Paramount? It's, that's part of like Peacock, oh. I think, because Eric said, "Make sure we have this." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, we have all of these things." I really good. have to buy something else. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's it is good. way beyond good. Okay, well, I just might have to. Have you ever been to Yellowstone? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I well, that it. was one of the reasons we started watching. Oh. It. We got back, oh, and I was doing marriage counseling right. with a couple here, and they're like, "Well, did you go to the Dutton Ranch?" Hmm. And I'm like, "What's the Dutton Ranch?" And they're like, "It's on Yellowstone, the TV show, and then you could actually go to the true oh, Dutton Ranch." Uh, when you were out west, yeah. like we didn't do it, so then we started watching it, and we're like, "Wow, that's cool! You yeah. should go." Because now. it didn't; it shows part of the country that we had been in, mm-hmm. you know. So it shows part of the edges of Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, and yeah, it was cool. But mm-hmm. that is so yeah. cool. Yeah, no, Yellowstone's awesome. I know. I okay, love so let's get into so this week going into we finished our Amplified series. Mm-hmm. So uh, for you guys that are maybe listening for the first time, so the Amplified series was the idea that. Voices in the world become amplified that shouldn't. And uh, what we know about voices in our lives is the loudest voice tends to win. Mm-hmm. You know, So whatever that amplified voice is, it tends to change the direction or the decisions that we make in life. 
So the series was to say there's lots of those voices, but let's pick a few, mm -hmm. you know, and say these voices shouldn't be amplified, so you're going to have to try to figure that out. Then we actually talked about how do you hear the voice of God, because mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people that's a challenging realm. Mm -hmm. Like how do you hear the voice of God, and then how do you position yourself to be able to listen? Just like you're saying, like I want to mm -hmm. hear what God has to say, mm -hmm. but for a lot of people that's a like – I don't know if he's talking. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's what I watched on TV talking. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the right, you know, and so they become paralyzed with, I don't know what to do because I really don't know, right? So we talked through that whole idea, like how do you listen to the voice of God? And then we ended with the past. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason we ended with the past is because you might, we probably should have ended with like, here's God's mm -hmm. voice. But the past I did because it was something very personal mm -hmm. to me, you know, for the things that I've been going through and just the things that I'm unpacking in my yeah. own heart mm -hmm. to try to figure out what that looks mm -hmm. like and saying pieces of our past can dictate the direction of our future, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so if you don't deal with it, then you got to work through it. So we said there, there are three types, right, or mm -hmm. three things that we need to deal with. The first one is the past, meaning that you wish you still live there, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, that's my circumstance. So my circumstances is I would look at my life and said, I don't, we were like, I mean, you ever get to these phases in life, you're like, it can't get any better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we were at businesses are running okay. Mm -hmm. The church is growing. Mm -hmm. Staff yep. is better than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. Great things are happening. Mm -hmm. You're not poor. You know mm -hmm. when you mean, yeah. remember like when you're raising kids and you're young, it's like, does all the money go to them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't that true? I still feel like that, but yes. <laughs> Nick, yes. isn't that kids way? Are I mean, your kids are younger. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like it doesn't matter how much you work, you can't ever keep up, and especially mm -hmm. trying to raise eight kids. Yeah, you know, insane. it's like you're never out of the eight ball, or you're always going to all of their stuff, mm -hmm. you know, so you never really have any time for yourselves. Yeah. Or, so we had got most of the kids out of the house, got everything, you know, where you wanted to be financially at the place. And so we were kind of like, hey, this is what you've worked your entire life for, you know, and then Sherry ends up passing away. And so I'm like... I want to go back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want it to be the way that it was. So that's for some people, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I wish that I wish I could live in the past because I don't think the future can be better. Right. right. So you struggle with that and, or there's something in your past that had happened that although you've might've like, uh, got past it, mm -hmm. it still affects you, right? There are still things that are brought up when those broken pieces of your past right. are like, it still affects the decisions of your mm -hmm. future. And then the third thing was, is that's personal. So like each one of us can probably relate with something mm -hmm. in that. The other one is how you look at other people. Mm -hmm. So to say, and Jenny brought this up like a two or three weeks ago. And so she was, you know, saying like part of her past, you know, people will affect her future mm -hmm. because she had a past, mm -hmm. right? right? So Jenny is always going to be, well, is Jenny the drug mm -hmm. addict? Or yeah. is Jenny the whatever? Right. And so Jenny can't be this mm -hmm. because she was always this, mm -hmm. you know? So as Christian people, how do we view, look at, and understand how God wants us to portray or look at people mm -hmm. and how we go down those roads? So let's talk, first of all, about this whole idea of how wanting something in the past, you know, to either be the same or mm -hmm. to be different affects the way that we approach the future. So Jenny, any thoughts on that, like personally with your past or anything that's happened with you where it's like, yeah, those mm -hmm. pieces at times mm -hmm. have really affected, you know, even my decisions in the future because of those pieces being broken. 
I think like going back and reminiscing on the past, but then wanting it, like for it to be today, it like it affects your future because you're only looking in the past, whereas you're not focusing on like what's now. Mm -hmm. So I think your decisions can be affected in that way. Um, I used to really like when my grandma had passed away, that was one time in my life that I can like clearly remember me feeling that way, Mm -hmm. like that I wanted to go back. Um, and I've also wanted to go back for other things to change the Mm. past, like to change the things that led me to the tough things in my future or today. But I don't know. I just think dwelling on it's like what could have been or what if, or, yeah, well, let me ask it this way. Do you guys think that, because uh, when I was preaching this message, like part of it is, and this happens sometimes, like mm-hmm. I'm just preaching a message to myself, mm-hmm. you know, and then I'm looking out there thinking, well, I don't really know mm-hmm. that this applies to anybody. Do you guys think, or Jennifer, oh, think do you think that people's past, whether they want it or it's broken or somebody's been identifying mm-hmm. you as this has an effect on the way that they live their future? Like, do you think a majority of people have some of that in their life, a past or a, you know. Oh, I mean, all of us have a past. We all have things that we don't, um, Mm -hmm. wish we didn't do, regrets. Yeah. You know, that do shape, you know, our future. Um, You know, the thing that really resonated with me because, you know, I I can't say I want to go back to the past for anything, you know, where I'm at right now um, per se, but I just felt like, Everybody could take away the analogy that you said, how God is molding us. Like every day mm. I feel like is a new day, that mm. God is molding us every single day. Yesterday is the past. Right. It doesn't mm. matter, you know? Right. Um, and so we can just look at that, you know, his grace and his mercy every day. It's like, okay, here we are today. What is he going to do with us today? Right. You know, and not be defined by what our past mm. is because we all have that. You know, it's like a lot of people don't know my past, but I might define myself sure. by my past. It's right. like, right. Jennifer did this, right. you and know, she yourself. did this, you know? And it's like, no, I don't have to, that's not who I am, right. you know? And so I think we can just wrap ourselves up into that mental cycle and think through all of that stuff all the time, even though the world may not think that and of think, us and we just struggle with that. And I, I think that's a great analogy. Like what you just brought up, I think is really good. And maybe we should focus a little bit about that because it's not even necessarily the, what happened yeah. five years ago. Mm-hmm. Like we're saying that there's a possibility that, especially in the line of work that we're in, mm-hmm. because we're in the people business mm-hmm. and everybody has an opinion mm-hmm. and sometimes you know, they get their feelings hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's like, well, in the past, Mm -hmm. meaning yesterday, somebody has a view of me Mm -hmm. because of whatever it was and that we could get stuck in that, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what you're saying, Jennifer, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. there's this idea that even yesterday in the past could affect like because of the whole identity mm-hmm. thing. Like people mm-hmm. see me differently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I see mm-hmm. that, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's good because I, maybe when we think about the past, we think of it from a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. we're thinking about it being from yesterday, even mm-hmm. though that is the past, mm-hmm. but I think we put a time limit on it. Right. Like mm-hmm. the past is like, even a year ago, I don't think that mm-hmm. people consider that the past. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're right. Maybe we're thinking way back when. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in it, the whole idea was a couple things. So one, when we're stuck in our past, and, and again, I would even, I mean, I think, so we'll ask you guys this. So part of the scripture that we looked at in Isaiah was this idea that 
um, when you're in your past, it's like being in a wasteland. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And so that wasteland, I think, can look different for different people. But there is this truth about when you sit there in the past that's mm -hmm. broken or not the way we want or we're being identified mm -hmm. that way, it yeah. does feel like mm -hmm. a wasteland, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, it feels like there is no hope, hope mm -hmm. around us. And so yeah. he defined it as that. And he said, it's good because I think this is an important thing. And here's what we said. Like, if you want, if you want your future to go bad, ignore your past, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. there is something about going back and learning, right, from your past. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that a little bit. So what is it, whether it's a day before or whether it's a year before or whether it's five years before, Tim, how can we learn from our past? Like, how do we, in a godly perspective, mm -hmm and help our audience learn from our past? What can, what can we do? Or maybe give some examples, Jenny, of your own past mm -hmm. or Jennifer in your own past where like this is, and you don't have to give specific instances, but just like this is a way to unpack those things that were happening in the wasteland and I yeah. learned from it in this way. I didn't dwell in it. That's what he said. Right. right? Dwelling mm -hmm. it is when we get in trouble. Yeah. But learning from it's important. That's one thing you really learn in recovery when you get in recovery is that you have to go back to the past and unpack the things that mm -hmm. led you there. Hmm. Because if you really think about it, and not even in like a drug term or mm -hmm. if you use drugs, you can put it in anybody's life. Like whatever shaped you in the past, even if it was yesterday, is making you do something, whether it's physical or mental or, you know, just anything that affects you today. But in recovery, they teach you to go back and process all, like anything, pretty much everything your whole life. Well, so, yeah, let's stay on that for just one second. Yeah. So as an example, I think you've shared this on the podcast before, Probably. but you felt like something happened, you know, you don't have to say this, right. but something happened in your life Yes. that then led to mm -hmm. some of the decisions of your future. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And so what you're saying is you have to go back and unpack that. Mm -hmm. So how do people do that? I mean, I think that's the important part is, is that we're saying you do have to go back, but what does unpacking that look like? Well, for me, it was going to counseling. Okay. So you're sitting with somebody who knows exactly what to say and mm. how to bring it out of you because they're trained to do mm. that. And the most important part, they're not letting you sit in it that long. Oh, okay. Like once you've come to the conclusion or got out of it what you needed and she feels that you or he is ready, then you move on. Okay. So you're not dwelling in it or, you know, you've just, you've processed it and on to the next. Yeah. So you would say, based upon what we talked about in the message, mm -hmm. we said you need to go back to your past with Christ or Definitely. in Christ yeah. and in community. Mm -hmm. So what you would say is, is then maybe this is a recommendation to the audience who've never thought this is sometimes you need that somebody to help you unpack it. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Right. Definitely. Would you yeah. say the same thing, Jennifer? Is like it's good to have other people help you unpack, mm -hmm. you know, your past and go through those things. Yeah, because I had done um, counseling as well for maybe a five six month period. Yeah. Um, and it was so good. What I kind of went for was was part of it, but she always, she took me back to why am I doing things today? Mm -hmm. Back to my past, and it was very interesting. Yeah. I was just amazed. Right. Um, at it. So. Um, yeah, that was good. And it could say like community, I think a mentorship, like somebody mm. that you can really like talk to or can help you. Um, you know, I get in my head a lot, you know, yeah. and last week I wasn't in a really great place, you mm. know, and then we met and you drag stuff out of me, you know, <laughs> so annoying, <laughs> so annoying. Gosh. you know, Jeez. but it helps me because my yes. thoughts start spiraling mm. and, yeah. and sometimes I'm not thinking the right direction or, and so it's like, who are those people that you can, you can go to, to say, this is kind of what I'm thinking. 
thinking and, mm. and bring that back. Well, yeah. that's something that you had said in the message was that you needed to, if you're, well, if you're in the wasteland, then that's all you see is wasteland. Mm -hmm. right. And mm -hmm. that's why counseling community friends are mm -hmm. good people to mm -hmm. lift you up because it is true. Like when you're suffering or struggling or in a trial, mm -hmm. it's hard to see the good things. Right. Mm -hmm. But and also, you know, I, I know when I get like really anxious, I'm like, okay, I know I've got, I've got to sit down. I got to spend time with God right now. And I have mm. to journal this stuff. I mm. have to write out what's going through my head. Yeah. We I, finally found somebody that's journaling. <laughs> <laughs> Not as often as I should, but, but you're I, doing do, it. I yes. do and I enjoy it. But when I do it, it takes me an hour or yes. so because I want to I read and I pray and then I like journal and it's just, it's a process. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And, right. and so I, I don't find the that's time why I, I don't should. do it. But it is so, so good. And I have seen God work through that. It's like, I journaled this. I read this. This, I picked this. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Like you know, here you are. Yes. Hey, so yes. Let's, let's stay on that. I okay. love that. Because, uh, yeah, because this is one of the things that, so I'm not real mm -hmm. good with community piece because I'm somewhat of a private mm -hmm. person, so I don't really unpack a lot of my feelings, you know, in those ways. I'm, you know that mm -hmm. probably more than anybody. Mm -hmm. But. So this whole idea, that's why I journal. Mm -hmm. Because one of the reasons that I journal oh. is I unpack all of my feelings like mm -hmm. I'm talking to him. Mm -hmm. You know, so I have this sense. conversation mm -hmm. with God through mm -hmm. my journal that would be like everything that I wouldn't say to anybody. Is in that journal. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm always, no, I always think about that. If somebody reads my I know, journal that's someday. Terrible. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good because... I think it does. It just teaches us like we should be at a place mm -hmm. because that was the other part we were talking about in the message. Like you have to do it with Christ, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where I have found like I can say anything I want, mm -hmm. you know, and I can go back and forth and I can unpack things. Mm -hmm. And it might seem weird, but there, there is this. And this is what you're saying about the journaling. The journaling is allowing you to take some time with him, mm -hmm. right, yeah. to unpack right what you feel. And in that, we won't probably directly say that, well, God says something back and it's a mm -hmm. conversation, but anybody that has done it does feel it. Yes. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah. And I feel just, I can just let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I laid it at his feet. He's got it. I don't need to think about it anymore. Not to say I won't journal about it again, but for that moment, it's, not it's the like, same. it's yes. It's just like, okay, you, you're in control. You, you know what's happening and you know, he can then, yeah, help me start working through. Right. Through that. Yeah. And so you're doing like with the in Christ piece, you'd be mm -hmm. saying, I'm unpacking this with him. Mm -hmm. And whether there's an answer or not really right. isn't because right. what right. we're teaching people, and I think this is what we need to emphasize, what we're teaching people is he's the answer. Mm -hmm. Because here's right. the problem with the past. There is no fix. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Like you can unpack it. We can talk through it. You can it. go through two, so many counselors. Right. That's, that's the point, right? right? Like the situation that happened to you, whatever that was that led you into a life of addiction. Right. right? You can't even fix it. Mm -hmm. right? right. Like there is no fix, no matter what the counselors say. Or not that we're not saying counseling is not important and all of that, but part of this, and that's why I'm, I'm yeah. so big on like, you need to find a place where you truly can unpack your mm -hmm. feelings with the one that we need to draw the closest mm -hmm. to because yeah. my, and, and this is the reason I say it together. Cause Jennifer's heard me say this a thousand times is like <laughs> for us as a staff, for anybody that's a counselor. So anybody that is listening to people unpack mm -hmm. their heart and their mm -hmm. feelings, we need to remind them we're not Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Right. Because I think that can easily happen. Like oh, we yeah. can yes. just continue to be yeah. the answer to them. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been in those mm-hmm. situations where people, you know, instead of saying like, I'll give you some direction, but the direction's that way mm-hmm. and it's Jesus. And I'll just keep pointing you back to them because otherwise we become somewhat of the answer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they go looking for when they come mm-hmm. to you is the answer. Right. And you know what I mean though? Like I we do, can yeah. be a piece of the pie, but the answer is always going to be a deeper relationship with Christ. Right. And I think a lot of times we go into these situations because like you said, Jennifer, um, here's the present and two days ago might've been the past in my relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. So just as an example in marriage counseling or in whatever these problems are Mm -hmm. that people are dealing with. Mm -hmm. And so they're coming to you saying, Hey, how do I fix this? Mm -hmm. And then they're just waiting for the next this, mm-hmm. right? And so they want you to be always the answer, right? Right, And they come to us. Mm-hmm. And so we have said, anybody that's on staff mm-hmm. here at Life, we always just be like, I can give you some guidance, yeah. but just so you know, that situation's only going to get fixed if mm-hmm. right, you yep. go towards Jesus and or allow him to be those things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in that, so one of your recommendations, Jennifer, mm-hmm. to our audience would be, one, we got to do it in community, right? right? So counseling is a great part of it. But you would also say to find a time. And for you, I still say I like this. That. I agree that journaling has to be a part of it. It does have to be a part of it. And we have new Life Church journals. So you yes. can get I have one. Do Look you? at that. I see, so you can start journaling. Mine. Yeah. yeah. Have we been selling any? <laughs> we so. have sold. People are excited about it on yeah. social 12, media. Maybe. Wow. That's impressive. So, yeah. And here's why. And you said it, but I just want to make sure we emphasize this. You can have thoughts in your head, but until it comes down onto paper, the thought isn't like complete. Does that somebody make sense? who doesn't journal, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love journaling, that's a thing. But I just write so much that it's like it's just it's oh, it's just so good. Nick, did we already ask you this question? Are you Does a he journaler? Journal? Not really. You don't journal anything? Uh, well, he talks a lot. I feel like people that like talk. I, I, I think you yeah, do. No, are you kidding? Have you been around me. Nick? <laughs> hey, I think he does. <laughs> Maybe not to everybody, but I think the people that talk the most like are more vocal about like they're not personal. Hmm. Like to me, that seems like I'm getting it out. Whether or not it's not, it's not the same as journal. I well, no, I would just say like I'm again. Right. I think people who would look at me would be like I'm a talker. Right, like oh, I yeah. always have something to say, always. Yep. But to truly you unpack do. your, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. There's never a lack of conversation. No, there's there? not. No. no, we always have something to talk oh, about. Oh my, <laughs> never ending. But I think if you honestly try this, and this is what I would say to our audience, like I think you just need to try, because I will just tell you from experience of somebody who never stops talking. There's a difference <laughs> to yes. take the time mm-hmm. to unpack what's up here. Mm-hmm and put it down on a paper because it makes you process, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It makes you process what you're feeling instead of it just running around mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes you take slow down. Like yeah. that's the other part. Yes. Like I could just sit here and in five minutes spew to you oh, yeah. mm-hmm. what I'm feeling, yeah. which would take me an hour to yes. write in my journal, mm-hmm. that's you know, why and it's so just annoying. a complete difference. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you would agree, Jennifer, mm-hmm. as somebody... Yes. Yeah, as our only listener or person who journals. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not true, I guarantee. If you've journaled, leave a comment if you're watching. Yes, that's true. If because not, we're, email us. Yeah, or tell us, too, your story of why yeah. journaling is so good and well, how it helps. Okay, so when I have journaled, I feel like 
what's been in my head, and then when I get it down on paper, it isn't as serious or deep mm-hmm. or intense or dramatic. Usually, it's not as dramatic right. as what it seems when it's mm-hmm. on paper. Right. Yeah, I don't know. You get like a different view of what was in your head. Mm-hmm. Because there are some crazy things that can be in your head. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think it might be a girl thing. But yeah, that's it what I was saying. Tru- truly, you know, because I was thinking about that. And, like, as, you know, I was processing what you may, we may talk about. I thought, you know, I process things different than Eric processes. Oh, he would sure. never yeah. journal anything. He doesn't. Right. I mean, but me, I do. I get fixated on things, and it just stirs in my head. And then mm-hmm. I know that, yeah, Satan twists those things around, and I just go down roads. And it's just, it, yeah, it's not. It's not good. So but I think I've said it's more of a girl thing to journal. But Well, he does it. No, I know he does. Uh, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I think it's Jennifer more. just took my man yeah. card. No. She did. She did. No. I just I kidding. Think, no, everybody and, uh, should. Everybody but you. Everybody should. But everybody but you. So it's more like a girl thing. I've said this like so many times on this podcast. Okay, I, I need to start journaling. No, I, I like write it down. Right. Okay, I need to start journaling. <laughs> Well, here's and again, Jennifer, you don't journal every day. I do not. No. no. So the no. point is, I, yes. again, I think That's there true. is. That's good. So I think there's value in journaling in two, journaling in two ways. I shared this a, a long time ago in our podcast. One is, what, how cool would it be like for me to go back to Sherry's journal mm-hmm. of when we were sophomores and juniors in high school, and she's writing about what we did. Oh, I, I know. That. I heard that yesterday. I thought, oh, my gosh. I Yeah. Yeah. To be like her. I know. Yeah. Well, just that thought of like going – because our kids laughed because Sherry and I, you know, we were best friends. So it was one of the – I don't know if that's a weird part about our relationship. But so. we just did everything together. So we – we met each other's needs, so we didn't need a lot of other type friends to do stuff with because every time mm-hmm. we wanted to do it, we had a lot of the same interests, so we just did it together, mm-hmm. right? And so she was, the kids were reading her journals, too, and it was like, she, we were gone for one night. I was uh-huh. going away, and she's like, I miss him so much. I haven't seen him in a day, and <laughs> I'm like, so cute. it's so true. Cute. But so cute. how cool is it for your children yes. or the people around you to be able to go back and look at like, what were you thinking and what were you doing and what was going on in life? So that's part of journaling. And then I do think it's like, it is one way to get your deepest thoughts because let's be honest, how often is somebody really willing to sit with their thoughts? Not and unpack enough. them. No, because it's hard. Yeah. Right, that's it's what I'm scary. saying. It's like right. you don't want to admit some of the things that you're feeling or you're thinking, and right, and that's where the trust comes in that God's got it, you know. And okay, He's got the plan. His plan's better than my plan, and right. so I'm going to work through all of this and see where He's going to take me. Right, but wouldn't you agree though, Jennifer? Is is like when you do get to the journaling part, it forces mm-hmm. you to deal with what you're mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, you could just think it and go buy it. Or yeah. just go more, yeah. let mm-hmm. more thoughts come. But it it makes you sit down and say, this is what I have to unpack. Mm-hmm. And I am going to take the time to take what's up there and really think through it. And again, this is a principle not on like for sure this scripture, but it's something that we've talked about all the time. The other thing that you're doing when you start journaling is you're taking thoughts and comparing them to truth. Mm-hmm. You said that, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I unpack them. Yeah. And I write them down. Then I look at them like, okay, it's not mm-hmm. as big a deal because now I'm able to see truth. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we know that one of the ways that Satan attacks. So the first thing that we know. Mm-hmm. So right. men, listen. Don't don't forget this. Long pause. No, we know Make this, sure right? From the beginning, who's Satan going to attack the most? Women. Women, yeah. Right? Oh, and the reason is, is because that. God mm-hmm. wired women differently than did men. Mm-hmm. And he knows that he can make thoughts mm-hmm. stir 
faster mm-hmm. in a woman than he can a man because mm-hmm. man just like number one I don't know if we <laughs> I don't know if we think that deeply you don't well I I do like I think people who would talk to me be like you think deeply but most guys are pretty black and white Nick like, how do you awesome. think mm-hmm. Nick are you deep black and white. really yeah. yeah so I think most men oh, yeah. you'd say that about Eric I wish right I, could I mean not that he's not a deep thinker but it's like it's either this or this it is I mean he he thinks more about you know, the business we run and that's where his mind goes to a lot. And I think it might just be the profession that you're in for that sure. you have to think deeply because right. you're leading a church All right. and like side listening note. for God to, um, yeah, where's yeah. he going to take us? What's so, the side you guys, note? I have something. Do you, when you think in like, when you're just like, say the color pink in <laughs> your head right now, okay, are you hearing an audible voice? Or is it what? This is a Where thing. Where are we going? No, this is a Nick, thing. This is a thing. The podcast has went off the rails. No, this is a really intense. Some people don't have an audible voice in their head, like they just don't think at all. I'm serious. I mean, it's when a you true said thing. that, it's kind of like, oh, what would I, what would I envision as pink? Is that <laughs> right. like? Is she that has the voice. I don't know, but you just really need to look at it. <laughs> no, it's a really interesting thing. Hmm. Well, no, listen, so I think I, what I was saying is, is when it comes to decision making or mm-hmm. thoughts, men are pretty good at saying, here's the one drawer. Yes, no, yes, no. Women, so for sure. Women yes. have five drawers out being like, <laughs> yes. which drawer? And I don't know. And I started work. It's like I said this yet last week. How can a woman start five books? It's because it's <laughs> yeah. the way their mind works. Yeah. For a guy, I think it's way more like I'm opening a book. Yeah. I might never read it, but <laughs> I'm only going to be on one at a yeah. time. And I'm either going to read it or not read it. Right. When it comes to a decision, I'm going to make a decision or not. And then they yeah. tend to just let it go. Where yeah. women tend to dwell. Yeah. Yes. And so Satan yeah, knows this. Nice. Yes. So yeah. the, the man's responsibility, so this is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. the man's responsibility, and so I'm going to get off on a tangent, is to stand in the gap <laughs> and bring truth. Imagine that. Right? Like, but let's be honest. How many men are doing their job today? Mm-hmm. And you know what? This isn't an emphasis on Eric or anybody else or your future husband. I'm just telling you, men you have left. <laughs> I don't know him yet. <laughs> no, I'm just saying men have left the building when mm-hmm. it comes to First of all, knowing what your wife's even thinking yeah. or spending time sitting with her and know, like, what are your thoughts and how can I help you do it? Because men are also task oriented. We got mm-hmm. things to do when it comes to sitting down saying, right. hey, can you tell me what you're thinking? He's getting better. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for men generally, it, but... right? For men, I mean, is that natural for you, Nick, to sit down and be like, hey, Heather, let's just take a moment. Can I just unpack your thoughts? Yeah, not going to happen. Let's <laughs> <laughs> nope. hold hands. Yeah. What you saying? No, so the point is, it's not natural. So it's right. something that you really have to think about. And the reason you would think about it is because you know that Satan's trying to get into the wife of your mind, the, the mind of your wife, yeah. right? Or the mind of your, your daughters, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you would do that so that you can say, let's bring truth to it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that or... For whatever season of your life it's not there, what Mm -hmm. we're saying is the reason that you unpack it with the Lord is because he is going to bring truth, Mm -hmm. right? So the reason that you do journal, the reason that we do look at where we're at with our thoughts is it gives us a chance to say, I'm going to process this and not let Satan win. Mm -hmm. Because the way Mm -hmm. Satan wins is keeping him up Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Do you guys agree? 100%. Yeah, and then they just keep stirring and they keep going around and they keep going around. And the reality is, and, and, and we'll end this segment on this. So this is the one thing that he says in Isaiah. The reason you can't dwell in the past 
um, is for a couple reasons. One is is that if you live there, it's going to affect the decisions of your future, mm -hmm. and you can't fix it, mm -hmm. right? So you can talk, you can think through, and I've thought this on myself, and I think some people think I'm uncaring when I say this, but I'm like, I get it. I made a mistake. I'm I'm not thinking about it anymore. Like I get I I know. So I'm going on to the new thing. So I'll. Yeah. I'll do the best I can to learn from it, but I'm not going to think, and I don't know why you're still thinking about the mistake mm -hmm. I made two weeks ago. Because people think you, that's uncaring. Well, I'm just like I, I don't go I don't go back be. to them and fix them. I'm just oh. like, yeah, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. Oh, I right, see. Jennifer, you've been around me long <laughs> enough to know this. Like, okay, I get it. It was a bad thing. Cause can we do the new thing? True. 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 New day. Yeah. So I'm it just yeah, why well, this style I am because I mean I can't fix it. What do you want me to do? Right. Like, I admit it. I made the mistake. I should have done better, but I don't want to live there. Right. Like I yes. want to understand that I can't fix that. No matter what I said to somebody I hurt, mm -hmm. it honestly does. It doesn't fix mm -hmm. it because oh, they were still hurt mm -hmm. in that moment, in that time. I can't fix it. So I have to realize the only thing I can do is a new thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And go to that yeah. new place. And so that's where, you know, in that story, he's saying, like, you can't do that because you can't fix it, but how about this? I can do a new thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and I want to do a new thing in you. Yeah. And although <clears throat> this was your past, and even what you were saying earlier, Jennifer, even if that means two days ago, mm -hmm. today's a new thing, mm -hmm. right? Like, God mm -hmm. wants to do a new thing, and no mistake that. or nothing in the past mm -hmm. is going to define us, and he's going to do a new thing. So if you guys mm -hmm. were going to give, as we wrap this up, if you were going to give some advice to our our podcast listeners or those that are watching Jenny and we'll start with you of like how to unpack work through and allow God to do a new thing mm -hmm. and be okay with that like what what advice would you give them I'm really starting to like the journal thing because even though I don't do it it's be, I don't do it because I avoid mm -hmm. it because I don't know I think it's just part of my Enneagram mm -hmm. 7 my personality mm -hmm. type we as a Enneagram seven, like I don't like to face my problems mm -hmm. and deal with them. And I don't like negativity. So for me, I think journaling would be really good. And I honestly, I think it would be good for everybody because then you're faced with your problems. Like mm -hmm. you have no backing out of them. Um, I think getting somebody to help you be accountable okay. to the journaling, like, Hey, have you journaled today or something like that to lead you on that path. But I don't know. I'm really liking the journal thing. Well, I'm just saying what you said, I think, and let's just make sure we're all on the same page, is really true of a lot of people. Do you really want to slow down and, and unpack no. what you're thinking right now? No, I hate that. No, that's why. But that was my point. Right. The point of the reason we don't create those times, like, and, and I'll just add to what you're saying, okay. is, is that if you don't take a specific time to say you're going to do it, you'll never do it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to block out a piece of your schedule and nobody's ever going to get it. So yeah. whatever that time is, and you're going to say, I'm going to do journal and reflection, and I'm just going to take that time. And that journal and reflection might be add one thought, and I'm going to unpack, and I'm done in 10 minutes. Yes. And you can move on to something else. But to never give yourself space in your schedule. Mm -hmm. So I'll add to what you're saying okay. is, is that if you really want to get this done, you better add some space in your schedule. And you should better just say, I'm going to do it at this time. Yeah, so like for that. you, it's never going to happen in the morning because Heck no. your, your, <laughs> thoughts, your thoughts are so groggy. Oh nothing's my, happening no. in the morning. Oh, don't even expect <laughs> me to do anything in the morning because I'll be running around late for it but, but my point is so pick your time everybody yeah. has a prime time right like and, and I'm you know you can pick whatever that is but you need to pick it and you need to just say 
no matter what's going on, because this is really important. If you think it's important, you're mm-hmm. going to block that piece out and you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to sit down with my thoughts right now and I'm going to deal with them and I'm going to look at right. them and I'm going to unpack them, you know, in those places. And the same thing is add to that. If we do truly want accountability, mm-hmm. then you have to have somebody you talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because I've heard people say this all the time. Like, I want accountability. And then I'd be like, right. well, what are you guys talking about? Well, <laughs> nothing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like you're not going to be, you're not going to share those things with them. Right. So mm-hmm. what does accountability mean if you're never willing to share? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So you have to Very find true. somebody in that safe place mm-hmm. that you could say anything to, mm-hmm. you know, and then you could work from that spot. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Jennifer thoughts, advice that you would give people out there trying to figure out how to I work through their past or, you know, talk through ways that they can, you know, again, continue to move forward in the future or to look at this like, hey, I want God to do a new thing. Mm -hmm. I took her answer. Yeah. No, I I was going to expand a little bit more. I know we're stuck on this journal thing a lot today. (laughs) But um, another piece of it, so if you journal, it's it's interesting to go back and reread that, even from a month ago or two months ago, and see how God works in that because we forget you get on with your day to day and if you don't have that written down you you miss how god is actually alive and mm-hmm. he's working and stuff and and another thought that i had was like if if we get stuck in those places we miss out on the joy that god has for us today mm. yeah so we don't want to miss what he's doing right because it's it's wonderful to walk with him right. even through the hard times it's like he's got great things planned and we're going to miss it. Yeah, so I'll brag on Jennifer for a second. So here's the one Aww. thing, and maybe she won't say this, but this is the one thing that Jen, you could learn from Jennifer. In the beginning of Jennifer's journey, she didn't want a new thing. Mm-hmm. She, liked, yeah. she liked comfortable Reluctant. and normal and staying in, staying in the box, you know. Mm-hmm. And now Jennifer is like, blow up the box. Mm-hmm. I want a new thing. I, I do. I mean, I, that's my that's mindset different. anymore. It is. It's probably even different. the last out of the box. six months, maybe a year. I don't know. But yeah, the way I'm like facing things and it's like, and I have a hard time looking towards the future. Right. Like Eric's talking about this and that. And I'm just looking at him like, I'm here today. <laughs> you know, what has God got for me today? I I'm not thinking like about tomorrow. Right. It's like, right. he's going to use me today. Right. What do I have? You know, that manna, he's going to give me what I need today to get through today. And tomorrow will be tomorrow. And we'll do whatever tomorrow is going to, to be. Because we already know things, life is short. We don't know what's going to happen. And right. so I'm like, I want to enjoy today. Right. Enjoy I think today. that's really good because a lot of people that I know really mm. struggle with living for today. Mm. I do really bad. Well, and I've, Jennifer and I have had these conversations a lot. Jenny, now that you're on staff, you'll hear a lot of these conversations because I always say Nick's heard lots of these conversations is like, I want you to be open about where you're at in life. Cause here's one thing we say about life church, like you got hired for a certain job, but I don't actually really care. (laughs) I don't, because here's what I want you to do. Like, I want you to process with me where you're at. And so Jennifer and I, and Nick and I, and you and I will have these conversations of like, I don't know. I feel like God's, you know, this is what I was doing, but I'm not sure it's fulfilling me like it was. And in the beginning, I think Jennifer would have said, I don't know. The new thing scares me. Now she's like, I'm excited for the new thing. Oh my gosh. Some of the things I think back when I first started that you had me doing and now it's like, oh gosh, you know, that was nothing. But I was scared, you know, of what he was going to do. But now it's just like, okay. 
Yeah, no, and not figured a, out, and he's he's worked in me and what I started. I don't really do anymore. Um, but it's not only like you're okay with it. I have seen inside of you this looking forward to it's a new thing, right? And although it was scary, amazing. yeah, that, and I think that's for all of us. We this is what you're going to have to learn. Yeah, if you truly want God. Yeah. To work in your life, first you have to be where he is. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to if you're going to to sit in that place because you're comfortable and because it's right and because you can handle it all and you can control it all, yeah. just so we're mm-hmm. under the same notion, when you have it all under control, what do you need God for? Right. Right. When you're at this place where you need no faith. And so mm-hmm. that's why I always challenge people to be like, you know what? The reason we want to be in a new thing is because mm-hmm. it's where he is, mm-hmm. right? And so every day can yeah. be a new thing and the future can be a new thing, but we need to live as if it's a new thing. And I will even add to it and say, and we need to treat other people the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I don't really care what your past was. It doesn't make me any difference what happened a week ago, two weeks ago, a year ago, because I'm trusting that God's going to do a new thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to help you recognize what that new thing is. And that was one thing that resonated with me a few weeks ago when you said, look at the potential that people have. Yeah. You know, I don't like hold people's past against against them because I've got a past too. I'm no better than anybody else. But when you start looking at, gosh, what what does God want to do within her? You know, what does God want to do with Nick? What does God want? It's like, wow, that was just eye-opening to start looking at people different gives right. you a different perspective yeah. and when we do this is what allows us to do it allows us to go into conversations with jenny and say you know what here's some things that you can fix but here's who i see god sees you as and so it helps them also because honestly how hard is it as a person to sit there and think i can become a new thing well and that's one thing that you're amazing oh, yeah. with you know as you look at each one of us and our jobs have evolved because you you do see what god can do within us yeah. that we don't see Right. You know, I, yeah, whoever would have thought yeah. that this is where I would be. Right. Not me. Right. Not me. <laughs> you know? No, not her. We know that. Yes. You know, but you, yeah, you do see that potential and you don't dwell on our flaws. Yeah. Um, and what we're not great at, you know, I mean, you want to, yeah, bring people around us to support us. And I know that's the same thing with you, you know, it's yeah. like, how can I have some staff that can support me right. and make me look, you know, you're yeah. a good leader. Yes, you are. It's that's World not Boss what I, Day. That's not what I meant. It that's is not... World Boss Day this Saturday. <laughs> is it? Oh, gosh. Well, but I don't think I'm allowed something. to do anything on social media. Yeah, and so, so those I got are, some good pictures. So okay. here's some, person, <laughs> some, some personal things, some mm-hmm. of the advice we give. Take some time to unpack your feelings. So yeah. if you're not a journaler, find something yeah. that will stop you. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was just saying journaling will make you stop and process your mm-hmm. thoughts. Deal with the past because mm-hmm. those thoughts are usually thoughts of something that happened before. Mm-hmm. And it's in your mind today, but it's usually something that happened before. Right. Take some time, unpack mm-hmm. them, figure out what it looks like, you know, block out that time that you mm-hmm. need to be able to have. And then also for us mm-hmm. as a tool to help other people, because I think lots of people are stuck and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily in, I had this tragic past, mm-hmm. but I'm just stuck in the present. Like I'm just stuck in like, this is all I'm ever going to be able to do. And this is all I'm ever going to mm-hmm. be able to be. Our job as Christian people is to do what Jesus Christ said. Like Jesus Christ said, like, I, you know, God's saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a new mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And so every time I look at somebody mm-hmm. and this should be for all of us, every time we look at somebody, we can look at them and say like, I know, like Mm -hmm. that wasn't probably what it should be, but God's going to do a new thing. And you will have people that will respond to that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they won't, and that's Mm -hmm. just okay, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to be the bottleneck, Mm -hmm. right? So we're not going to be the people that holds them back by holding them to their 
their past right. or holding them to their present and saying, well, because you are now, listen, mm-hmm. we're going to open that lid up and we're going to say, listen, go where God is. And we're going to help you navigate those things. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that's, that's our funny. deal with the past. Great advice. Yes. Things we're doing. Now we're going to go to our fan segment. Fan segment last Yay. week was Jenny. It was. So on Saturday, it, no, it was Sunday. It Just doesn't kidding. matter. Dang it. <laughs> on one it of was. the days last week, it was mental health day. So yes. we asked you to send a picture of something that you enjoy doing that makes you happy. Okay. So Nick, we got some feedback because remember on the fan feedback section, this is what we want. Yeah. We're always going to give you something to do like so that we can keep getting feedback. Um, but we also want you guys to send in questions like future podcasts. We'd love you to do this or like, Hey, you know, you can leave comments like this really yeah. helped me, you know, cause that helps us understand the content that we're mm-hmm. doing and the things that we can mm-hmm. do better or just, you know, uh, give us feedback on what's going on or what you would like to see. And so we'd love to, to interact with you, you know, in those ways. So you can send it to the round table at lifehuntington.com. <laughs> Make sure you send it in there. But with that, we also will have a Mental Health Awareness Week was yep. last week, and so we said send in pictures. We vote on those pictures, and what do people win? They get a $10 gift card to the Cafe of Hope. Okay, and so Jenny will get with you. So yes. if you're the winner of today's podcast or yep. our today's fan section, then Jenny will get with you and get that. So, Nick, go through our pictures right. with us. The first one is from Tammy Little. Tammy Aww. Little, great picture, but Tammy, you can't be a repeat winner, so I'm not, vo- I'm not voting for. I'm not voting for you. No, she won the week before last. Well, well, no, you can't repeat. be a repeat oh, winner. Okay. <laughs> so okay, that was okay. something Scott did. So Scott used to do take dressers, and they, she, I think she would sand them down, and oh. he would repaint. Is that them. that's painted? See, that could be Scott Little. Yeah, because so Scott he airbrushed them. Oh my goodness! He airbrushed goodness. that on there. Yeah, that's pretty really cool. good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This is from Callista Denny. Yes, and she likes to do it outside. She's got my vote. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. She said she likes to take pictures of nature when okay. she's down. Okay. And I completely agree. Okay, awesome. And then we didn't get a picture from Adam, but I this thought is he what did he send does. One. Maybe I'm losing it. So his, through his Taekwondo. Yes. Oh, do you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> my metal therapy for stress. Wait, that's supposed to be mental. My mental. Mm-hmm. Metal therapy. I, can't I wonder spell. what that is. Sorry, My mental either therapy way, doesn't for matter. stress yeah, and anxiety is taekwondo for the last year, 10 years, five, five. years. Five. Okay, there's a glare. There's a glare. Okay, I keep carry going. a red, black stripe belt and one belt away from a black belt. Dang, watch wow. out for So him. nobody messed with Adam. Yeah, seriously. seriously? The wow. focus this takes in learning all the patterns, kicking, punching, grip, grappling, grappling. Dang it. Grappling. Yep. Dang it. You should always. Stick with your first thing you say. If you Is get that stress? last word right, I'm going to be impressed. <laughs> oh, dang it. I didn't even see it because Jennifer said it was in the way. The, Is the stress reducer the can you, quadrants? Quadrants, maybe. I was right. Mm-hmm. Can wow. do an amazing job. Yeah. Adam. So nobody mess with Adam. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what we should do, send a picture in of Adam beating somebody oh. up. <laughs> no. I wonder if he has any of those. He might have some good pictures from the... Um, what has he been doing? Oh, the, the Spartan race. Yeah, the Spartan yeah, race. No. I'm sure oh, there's yeah. some really intense pictures of him yeah. out there. You mess yeah. with Adam and he's going to be... He's going to come yeah, get you. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to be... So we just had three of them to vote on today. Yep. Jenny, your vote? Well, there was one, but it didn't get sent in correctly. Well, yeah, I couldn't get Linda's, but yeah. she's a repeat. <laughs> she can't win anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. So, so what are you voting on? I'm voting for um, the photography. Okay. One. Yep, Callista. Mm-hmm. 
Nick. Unanimous. Hey, look at that. My vote doesn't even count. So Calista wins. Yay. Yay. <laughs> wow. We had to make sure we used the sound machine. I know. That, Are there just numbers or does it say what it is? I don't know. It has like symbols on it. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, so you got to figure out what the symbols are. Okay, so what's fan segment for next week? So then? next week, thanks to Jennifer, she picked it out, is send us your favorite costume, Hello. your Halloween costume as a child. Favorite. So if your mom no, They don't it, have to be dressed up in it. Yeah. They yeah. have to be dressed up yes. in it? They can't just be like well, going through Walmart and be like, I love the Hulk. No. No. Send it in. Well, I no. thought it's of childhood. Yeah. So we want to see those next week. 1970, like yellow colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, shirts. That old. Or can they send us pictures of their kids in Halloween sure. yeah. costume? That works. Yeah. So they could send that. Just kids in costumes. Yeah. The kids in costumes. I'm sending my dog mm-hmm. one. Okay. Awesome. All right. So thanks everybody for uh, joining us this week on the round table. We look forward to you guys coming and listening. Make sure you subscribe, give us feedback, and we just thank you for being here with us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.